0: A preaching conference last year in Cuba, one of three we did in the west, center, and east on the island, shaped like an alligator. How to preach Christ from all the Bible, an entire pew of prison chaplains, and remarkably, every chaplain was blind. What a story! of how God uses a row of the same disability for his glory, his kingdom purposes, the same thorn in the flesh. I understand since I was one of the final polio babies in the 50s and still walk with a limp. And yet the Lord allows me to preach the word, to share Christ from all the scripture. No one is perfect. The body may seem perfect, yet there's always something amiss in every one of us. It's how the Church of Jesus Christ is comprised. A hand, a foot, one gift with another, including a row of blind men seeking to learn better how to share their Savior with others. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And we're continuing in a series this week called Closed Borders, Open Hearts in Cuba. As we've done all week, In the next few minutes, we'll hear from people in Cuba, people who've been to Cuba. We'll hear part of a message in English, but preached recently in Spanish on our program, El Fado, the Lighthouse of Redemption, coming out of Luke 12, on how the Lord provides even with our many fears and thorns in our sides that he gives us to bear for his glory. Dan Warren, director and speaker of our Spanish ministry, welcome back with me to the English Haven
1: today. Carlos, me encanta estar contigo hoy. I love being back on Haven today with you.
0: Well, Dan, why are the borders to Cuba closed right now? Well, the
1: same reason why the whole rest of the world is turned upside down, and that's the COVID pandemic. Right now, the borders are closed, even intra-provincial borders, hindering families from getting together with their family members in other cities. Everything is complicated, and even more so as coronavirus continues to make its way through the island. And yet, Dan... Tell us
0: how hearts are still open to the gospel there.
1: Well, you know, with closed borders, uh, I am so thankful to be able to still spend time with my friends and brothers and sisters in the Lord in Cuba by radio. Uh, the signal that we're on uh, out of the island of Bonaire near Venezuela, covering all of Cuba, it doesn't know the borders are closed. Uh, people can still tune in every night and listen to hope and find encouragement from God's Word as we point to Jesus on every El Faro message. I'd like you to hear now from one of our listeners who's sent us a word of encouragement and gratitude for still being on the air, even despite
2: the troubling times in Cuba. You're letting- God bless you, my brothers.
3: I love your radio program, El Faro de Redención. It has been such a blessing to me, and I have enjoyed it uh, very much. And and this radio that I listen to it on, it's, it's like my best friend, after God, of course. Thank you, and may God continue to bless this program and use it to be as much of a blessing for others as it has been for me. Much peace to you. That's one of our Cuban listeners who's been blessed by
0: Alfaro de Redención. You know, you can be part of the greatest revival in the Western Hemisphere. Our broadcast is delivered on a blowtorch of a radio station across the border, blanketing the entire country every night with good news. Dan Warren will be back with us shortly to share a message that he has preached on El Alfaro. But what about you? Would you help by becoming a missionary to the largest island in the Caribbean? This week, we have a dollar-for-dollar dollar match available. One listener this week sent $5, but that 5 became 10 Another listener sent 5000 and that gift was matched to become $10,000. Whatever the Lord allows you to send will keep the gospel going into a country whose arms are open to new life, new birth in Jesus Christ. Call us after the program, would you, with your matching gift for Cuba? And the number to call is 800-654-2836. 800-654-2836. And if you've never been to Cuba, come to our website, watch the touching video that we've posted, and then make your matching gift at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And now let's start the program with something that's very important in Cuba, and I hope in your heart as well. In both English as well as Spanish, here's Hillsong Worship.
4: You were the word at the beginning, one with God, the Lord Most High, you're hidden
0: Song that in English is called What a Beautiful Name, and in Spanish, Hermosa Nombre. We've mixed this well known worship song with English and Spanish, and what a powerful song it is Hillsong. You're on Haven today, and a program called Closed Borders, Open Hearts in Cuba. Dan Warren will be back with us in a moment to share a message that he has preached on El Fado. But first, I want to talk on Zoom with a couple who went to Cuba with us for the first time last year. Michael and Susie Yee. They live in Southern California. Michael and Susie, welcome to Haven today for another first in your life.
5: Hi, Charles. Good Hi, Charles. You.
0: Hey, let's, let's talk about what it was like for you. Uh, you're a couple that Uh, has a strong heart for missions. You've been all over the world seeing what the Lord has done. Uh, Anything strike you in particular that you saw and how the Lord was at work in Cuba?
5: There, There was a moment when we went to one area of Cuba that it was so poor because someone is reaching out to them. Their heart was opened up. But the condition was so poor, so um, it was kind of interesting dynamics to see. We all know about Cuba being, you know, economically challenging, but really behind that story is about it's all about the people. So,
0: Susie, what what do you think? What was your overall impression of Cuba?
6: The whole time when we were in Cuba, it just felt um, God's presence. Just a uh, um, unconditional peace that I, um, I experienced. But people were very warm and open and mild-mannered. It was just an um, amazing time the whole week that we were there.
0: Mm. Susie, at that point, or maybe at some other time and place, how did you see the hand of the Lord at work?
6: Another time for a Christ moment for me is when we were at the Sunday service and it was a very hot and crowded and it was a long service. The people were there, were very attentive. They were passionate in worshiping. Also, um, when we were worshiping together, it was kind of like, a, I felt like I was, you know, up in heaven and just the crowds of uh, all nations, you know, worshiping Jesus together. So it was a very uh, Christ moment for me.
0: It's amazing. Michael, would, would you mind just leading us in prayer right now that the gospel would keep going forward in Cuba, please?
5: Father God, just um, we want to thank you. And we want to lift up our friends and family and people down in Cuba. Some of them are just kind of reaching out to you and asking for your help and asking for gospel and asking for Bible. Father God, just serve uh, Help us to serve them with love and reach out to them with a heart, open heart. And and just gospel will be spread through ill for all, through people, through our love. And help us to be part of your instrument. We love you in Jesus Christ's
0: name. Amen. Amen. This is Haven Today in a program called Closed Borders, Open Hearts in Cuba. I'm so thankful that Michael and Susie Yee were able to share their reflections about Cuba today. Well, Dan Warren has been standing by, and he's ready to share a message that he preached recently on El Fado. So, Dan, welcome back, and uh, preach the word to me. Well, thanks, Charles. I I thought that I
1: could share another message like we did yesterday from our El Fado series that we called No Temeremos, or We Will Not Fear in English. And we call this message, We Will Not Fear Because Our Father Provides. When we talk about fears in the Christian life, a lot of the times the big things come to mind, like persecution or sickness or death. But a lot of times, and I know this isn't just in Cuba, some of you listening right now have faced this too. Often the day-to-day things can fill us with so much fear. Things like putting food on the table. So if we're ever going to be able to confidently say, we will not fear, we have to learn to say too. We will not fear because our Father provides. And I want to read a passage from the Gospel of Luke, where Jesus speaks of this wonderful provision of the Father. And as we think on these verses for just a few moments, I also want to share a story with you from one of our El Fado team members, Taimi Samora. Taimi reads scripture on El Fado's daily broadcast in Cuba, and she edits the written messages for an upcoming blog, another way to share this content with the Spanish-speaking world. So Ty will join us in a moment, but first, listen to Jesus' words in Luke twelve twenty-two through 34 Then Jesus said to his disciples, "'Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. For life is more than food, and the body more than clothes.' Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable you are than birds. Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? Consider how the wildflowers grow. They do not labor or spin, yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, how much more will he clothe you, you of little faith? And do not set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it. For the pagan world runs after all such things, and your father knows that you need them. But seek his kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out. A treasure in heaven that will never fail, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Again, that was Luke 12:22 through 34. Christ's words here are really the second part of a discourse about the dangers of money and material possessions. On the one hand, we can become greedy and hoard our wealth. That's the parable of the rich man and his barns that he tears down to build bigger barns. That comes just before the passage we, we read just now. There, Jesus is talking about the dangers we face when riches abound, when the refrigerator is full and the stock portfolio is up, when we're flush with cash. And here in Luke 12:22 through 34, Jesus looks at the other side of the coin, the dangers and fears when the pantry is bare and we don't seem to have what we need. The big danger here is to worry, to focus on what we need so much that we forget that it's the Father who provides. You see, the Christian can say, we will not fear because our Father provides, and we can say it confidently because the Father's love assures us of his provision. You know, just like my church in California is meeting outside, and maybe yours is too where you live, uh, last Sunday, a flock of geese flew over my pastor's head right as he was reading scripture. Well, Jesus is preaching this sermon outside, and I'm sure he points up to birds flying overhead, and he points over to flowers blooming in the field. And the point is this, if the birds are fed by the Father and the flowers flourish because of the Father, why would His children ever need to worry and live in fear? Jesus gives these wonderfully down-to-earth physical examples of a profound spiritual reality, the love of our Heavenly Father for those who by faith have been called His children. He provides for our physical needs just as He lovingly provided for our greatest spiritual need. These same hands of Jesus pointing to the birds in the sky and the flowers in the field they were pierced for us. His arms stretched out in love on the cross, the greatest example of God's abundant love and provision for
0: sinners in need. Dan, thank you so much for sharing with us out of Luke 12 and a message that you preached recently on El Fado all across Cuba. You know, one of the first things you learn when you go to Cuba is someone will tell you it's complicated and, uh, and then you learn everything's complicated. Mm, it's so true. I think there's a story that you need to tell us about here that could come from our editor, Ty, who's located there. And uh, I think it just shows how complicated things are and how it fits in with what you just preached for us out of Luke 12. Sure, I'd love to share this story from the El Fado editor, Taimi, uh, or Tai for short.
1: She tells a story that's, it's pretty funny, but it wasn't funny at all at the time. And she reminds us that whatever happens, we can trust in the Lord and worship Him at all times, even during the hardest times.
2: Our life is going to be full of really hard situations. It will be full of situations where it will be hard work, where we're going to feel frustrated, where we're going to feel hopeless. And I remember an experience that happened to my husband and I while we were studying in seminary. It was in our second year, they sent us to a church in the countryside, and to tell you the truth, it took us a little bit of work to adopt living there. But still, we saw the hand of God at work there. Then one day when we got home after spending the week studying in the seminary, which was quite a ways away from that place where we were serving, so we would come home to serve at the church on the weekends. So one day when we got home and it was the rainy season and that week the electricity had gone out and when we arrived the fridge was off and all of the food was rotten and it was all full of worms. We just put our hands on our heads and said, Lord, you know everything. Even so, the neighbors in front of us after hearing what happened to us they gave us some yuccas to eat and we were so happy with our little yucca root and we also had an old piece of bread that was hard as a rock after being there for several days. But anyway, we could eat it, and we had sugarcane water, so we had enough to eat for at least a day. Then we had to go find some more food. So we took the yucca and put it in the front porch, and I went inside to look for a knife to peel the yucca. I come back, and the yucca is nowhere to be seen. So I look around, and a horse had come into the yard, and it had eaten the yucca. And Uziela and I put our hands on our heads again and said, Well, Lord, you know everything. You are in control. That day we came inside, we sat down at the table, we took the bread and made sugarcane water. And we said, Lord, thank you, because at least we have bread and sugarcane water to eat and drink. So it's these hard moments, but these are the moments when you learn that with little or much, the Holy Spirit leads you to worship the Lord at all times. Jesus said it before he departed. In this world, you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Being a Christian doesn't mean being free from all these things that happen in this world. But even so, we need to learn to worship and praise the Lord at all times. And that doesn't mean that this was an easy thing for us. It was hard. It will be hard for anyone facing something like that. But as you continue growing in the gospel and the Holy Spirit continues His work in you, God teaches you even in the hard moments to worship the Lord and to say, Thank you, Lord.
0: Thanks, Ty, for that story you shared with uh, Dan Warren, and we got to hear in English. You're listening to Haven Today. Dan Warren is with us. I'm Charles Morris. Closed borders, open hearts in Cuba. That's what we're talking about on this program today. Well, Dan, you had a little more to your sermon. Do you want to share that with us now? Sure, Charles. You know, thinking
1: about all of this that we've been considering, a question we ought to ask ourselves is, what good is it? If we have it all, but we live with troubled hearts, riches and economic stability often cover up deep problems in our hearts. Sometimes we need a horse to sneak into the yard and eat the yucca plant, whatever that thing is we're relying on and putting our hope in. Because there's something worse than not having a full table, and it's having a lack of true faith that trusts the Lord and worships Him through it all. Well, at the end of our passage that we've been looking at, Jesus explains how we ought to live when we can confidently say, we will not fear because our father provides. This is Luke twelve twenty nine and following. He says, and do not set your hearts on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it for the pagan world runs after all such things. And your father knows that you need them, but seek his kingdom. And these things will be given to you as well. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out, a treasure in heaven that will never fail, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The point here really is our attitude towards our material possessions. If the negative attitude to avoid, on the one hand, is greed and hoarding for ourselves, and on the other hand, fear and worrying about what we'll eat and drink and wear, Jesus tells his followers that they can hold their wealth and belongings with open hands, ready to give to those in need, because they know that the Father provides. You know, I've seen that demonstrated in the Cuban church, where even out of the little that they have, they hold it with open hands and share with those who have more need than they even have. Our fear about our daily bread really reflects where our heart is, where our treasure is. And may that treasure always be Jesus. There will our heart be also.
0: hymn that i know we all recognize it as well with my soul but dan warren how do you say that in spanish dangle paz and miser mm-hmm. that was carrie Job. i didn't know she could sing in spanish an artist we often <laughs> hear on this program singing from her le canto album which i'm told means singing i'm charles morris here on haven today in a program called closed borders open hearts in cuba well, thanks again, Dan, for sharing God's word with us and sharing some of what you broadcast all across Cuba every night on El Faro de Redención.
1: Thank you, Charles. It's been wonderful to be back
0: with you, looking at Jesus and his word. Well, before we go, I want to share with everyone another message that Dan and his team recently received from a listener in Cuba.
2: Good evening and many blessings to the Redemption Lighthouse. I'm calling tonight to thank God for your great program. It's been helpful to me to grow my faith. I think the topics covered are a blessing and edify the church. I am sorry that I cannot help with an offering because in our country, we are poor economically. I thank my brother, Juan, who insisted that I listen to this program. He has not been able to get in contact because he has no way of doing so, but he is a faithful listener to Redemption Lighthouse. I thank God for this program and pray that God may continue to bless your ministry.
0: That's just one of the many Cubans who regularly listen to our program that covers the islands from a nearby Caribbean island. And I'd like you to join us and become a radio missionary to Cuba and help support this unique gospel opportunity. Would you send your gift of mission today that'll be matched dollar for dollar, a hundred dollars becomes $200, 500 becomes a thousand, $50 becomes a hundred, Would you call us right now to keep stoking the evangelism fires in the greatest revival in the Western Hemisphere? And be sure when you call and tell us your gift is for the Cuba match. The number to call is 800-654-2836. 800-654-2836. Or even better, come and watch the video that we've put up from our in-country team in Cuba And make your matching gift at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow? But again, together with Dan Warren, we'll be sharing the great story. That's all about Jesus, here
3: on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with God. This is David Wolin with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. What's the chief end of man? Like the question, the answer comes from an historic creed. The chief end of man is to enjoy God and glorify Him forever. And the 24 elders in Revelation 4 would agree. It says they cry out before the throne of God, You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, And by your will, they were created and have their being. Now that's good theology. And it's also good news. Following Jesus isn't about a boring set of rules and having no fun. Far from it. God's will for you is the highest joy possible. He wants you to experience Him. You can get Anchor Devotional delivered in print monthly at getanchor.com.